This is Vixa High, and you are indeed listening to Chuck versus the Podcast. Hi, my name is Graham Jones, but you can call me Gray. This is my show. It's about Chuck. It's filled with interviews, the latest news, crazy co-hosts, and spoilers that'll make your day. Oh, wait, wait, I need to go back. I host these TV nights. They used to be pretty boring, but everything changed when I found NBC's new show, Chuck. Pretty soon, my TV night got pretty crowded. Guys I didn't even know were showing up the door. Big important guys. Really scary, nasty, get killed for hosting them guys. Next thing I know, these super episodes are downloaded into my brain. Which means every moment of my life, I'm thinking about Chuck. ChuckTV.net sent their top people to protect me. That's Mel and Liz. They're pretty zany. They co-host with me now as a cover. So now I must welcome you to Chuck vs. the Podcast. The number one TV podcast for NBC's Chuck. This is Gray. This is Mel. This is Liz. And we want to welcome you to Chuck versus the Podcast, episode 32 for Friday, November 20th, 2009. In today's podcast, we have Mel's interview with Vic Sahai, plus the latest developments in the world of Chuck. And the breaking news that everybody wanted to hear, Chuck is coming back early. NBC announced yesterday, Thursday, that Chuck will be coming back January 10th, which is a Sunday, with a two-hour special event. And then on Monday, the very next day, January 11th, they're going to start with their regular time slot, Mondays at 8 on NBC, right before Heroes. We are absolutely pumped, and so are the rest of the fans in the Chuck universe. This is breaking news. Some of the podcast may be a little bit out of date, so I want to apologize about that. Uh, we're going to resume the rest of our recording now with Liz talking about an interview that Zach gave regarding the six-episode additional order. Zach talked about getting the additional episode order. Um, he's excited about the additional additional six episodes, uh, but as a result, he had to drop out of Kenneth Branagh's feature film adaption of the comic book Thor. And um, he had been cast as one of Thor's Warriors 3. So that's kind of disappointing. Yeah. yeah. Would have been cool to see him in that. Mm-hmm. Scheduling conflicts. Boo. Yeah. yeah. But Can- six more episodes of Chuck. Yay! Yay! Yay. <laughs> yeah. And I, I did mention it in a late-breaking news item last week, but Chuck versus the Podcast has been nominated for the Podcast Awards. This is otherwise Woo-hoo! known as People Choice Podcast Awards. And so we want to thank you for your nominations. And daily voting is open from now until November 30th. I, res- I repeat and stress daily voting. That means mm-hmm. please, uh, with your morning coffee or whatever daily ritual you have, maybe you can add that to the daily ritual because we really, really need your votes. We're in the, in the entertainment category, and you can visit podcastawards.com to cast your vote, and we thank you in advance for your support. And also, as a result of uh, the comments on posts and discussions in the forums at checktv.net and the listener emails that we receive, we decided to create a survey for Chuck fans to find out how they prioritize the various elements of the show, because as we know, Chuck is not just one thing. It's a whole bunch of different things. So we wanted to see what is it that Chuck fans um, are most interested in about the show. And that survey does close today, Friday, November 20th, but there's still time to uh, get in there and take the survey if you want. You can go to checktv.net, and there's a big old graphic there where you can click through and take that. And we um, appreciate everybody's feedback. It's been really interesting, the results so far. Been uh, 
some of it's been right on what I expected and some of it's been a surprise. So looking forward to discussing the results in more detail on our next podcast. Yeah. I, I want to commend you, Mel. I think it was a really, really well put together um, survey. I, I thought the the questions really actually surprised me in terms of, of how it made me process thinking about Chuck in a different way. Um, so I encourage you, even just as a, as an exercise for yourself as a Chuck fan, it's, it's a really, really interesting way to look at Chuck. And without further ado, we're going to go to Mel's interview with Vic Sahai. How are you? I'm good. I hear you've been working today. I have been, yep. So a long day, awesome. huh? It's, uh, it gets long, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not... Uh, Certainly not complaining about it, but um, yeah, the days can can stretch along for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us anyway. Oh, no, I, I appreciate it. Um, not a problem at all. Okay, well, happy great. to. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> really? You wouldn't rather me hear hear me complaining? No. I. You know what? I'm getting enough complaints about some of the spoilers coming out. Oh, I'm right. Over it. <laughs> All right. I've been ready to email some of these people and say, I do not write the show. <laughs> exactly. Just leave me be. Yeah. And one throwaway comment that, for example, Brandon Routh is a potential love interest. Right. Right. That uh, enough sent people over the yeah. moon. Yeah. We, we can't talk about him being a mentor. Oh, no. Right. No, no, we no. Have to have 300 comments about. Chuck and Sarah. All right. Telling you, Vic, the show needs to come back. Yeah. Well, <laughs> to, to make your life easier. Yes. Could you right. Could you work on that for me? Yeah, I'll yeah. fix that. Thanks. Appreciate I'll it. Right on that. Appreciate it. No problem. That's awesome. No problem. Okay. All right. Well, uh, tell me what you're working on today. Uh, I cannot tell you. I can't tell you <sighs> things like that. Well, no. Which episode is it? Four. Oh, we are on four. We're yeah. just yeah. We're we're in the middle of doing four. Okay. That's right. Yeah, see, that wasn't so hard. Well, almost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, I'm, I'm hoping that you're tired enough that I'm going to be able to get some stuff out of you. Well, that's the one thing <laughs> I said to myself a hundred times. Don't say anything. Oh, well, this is going to be a really brief interview. Nice talking yeah, to well, you. <laughs> or, or it could be a long war. How about that? That could be a, a battle of wits. Of yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry, I'm come. I've come unarmed. I. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, no. All right. Well, let's uh, let's start at the beginning then. Okay. From Canada. Yeah. Yeah, we yes. have uh, Gray, who is our uh, podcast producer and co-host, mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. from Toronto. Oh wow. And um, Lou, who's a frequent contributor in, in, to the website and also is, um, joins us on the podcast from time to time, is also from Toronto. Oh, so this is a kind of a Canadian thing. It's a North American venture. No, come we, on, it's Canadian. Uh, well, I'm from Kansas, so I'm not really sure how that fits. Well, Canada. <laughs> Kansas. Yeah, okay. Sure. All right. All right. Well, they had some very uh, Canada-centric questions for you. Okay. Do you play hockey? Do I play hockey? <laughs> uh, I do, in fact. Do you? I played a lot of hockey when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. On okay. uh, the frozen rink uh, near my place and then um, in leagues. A lot of hockey, actually. All right. Um, who's your favorite team? 
Uh, well, I grew up in, in Ottawa, so the, the Senators and the Montreal Canadiens are definitely um, are definitely the teams that I focus on and watch. Okay, and you still watch them even down here in the heat? Yeah, it's harder. It's a, different, uh, it's a different broadcast, and I'm kind of used to Ron McLean and Don Cherry on the CBC Hockey Night in Canada. You know, it's where I kind of grew up and what I watched. So it's, it's harder to follow the Canadian teams here. Mm-hmm. So less so, but, you know, I, I follow what's going on, certainly. Okay. Uh, do you have a favorite player? Uh, I do and I don't. I mean, I think the, the Montreal Canadiens' history and legacy, the the people that came, you know, even before my time, the Rocket Richard and Jean Beliveau and then Guy Lafleur and now Jusaku Koivu and stuff like that. So I think that, uh, you know, there are many favorite players. Okay. Any chance you're going to work um, hockey or, or skating into Czech? We have a, do we have a big ice rink episode when you coming? Say, when you say you're going to work into uh-huh. it. Yeah, um, like in the background. I, I've only written 17 of the episodes, and so, <laughs> no, I, if I could, I would. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not something, you know, ice skating and playing hockey is not something easily slipped into. I can't just suddenly show up one day on set with my skates. doesn't really um, fit into Southern California. Yeah, no. they don't quite, not as easily. No. Uh, if If they dare to, I'd be very happy to. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice to see Lester do something that he's, he's incredibly good at that other people maybe can't do as well. And maybe he's not to be skating. There's always Parcheesi. <laughs> right. Oh, yes, that's right. Well, his his version of that. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Which apparently is, I always win. And Well, it's, look, look, just because, don't hate him just because he always wins. No. That's what I'm sensing from you, Mel, is <laughs> hatred towards him because he's such He's clearly such a winner. I am envious of his Parcheesi skills. I'm not going <laughs> to deny it. Okay. It's, it. You know, I sit there and I seethe with envy when I watch that yeah. episode. I, I can, I, and I'm sensing that off you mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, there's that's some latent seething. anger there. That's very seething. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> what do you miss about Toronto when you're down in L.A.? Do you get to go back very often? Um, I do. I go back once in a while. Um, yeah, I, do. I mean, I miss about Toronto. I guess I feel... It's funny when you, I guess when you, I don't know if this is for every, everybody feels this way, but I kind of feel they do. When you grow up somebody somewhere, you just want to, all you want to do is escape. And um, now that I'm here in Los Angeles, I guess I, you know, it's, it's, I miss things about it. I certainly miss people. I've some people who are very, very close to me there. And it seems like, even though it's quite a big city, it, it seems compared to the LA and, and the industry here and all that, to be almost quaint. So there's a calmness and a coolness and a simplicity when I go back there that I, I guess I miss a little bit for sure. Yeah. What's your favorite yeah. place to hang out there? Um, many. I, I spent a lot of time hanging out there. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, this, this is a place that I kind of discovered at late in my time there called the Roxton, which is this little pseudo bar restaurant uh, that always played, you know, cool music. And I got to know the staff there. And it was a very, it was a cool place for me to just sit, read or, or, you know, have a big night out or meet a couple of people. I liked mm-hmm. it a lot. Yeah. Sounds like a really nice uh, kind of ni- neighborhood place, huh? Yeah, it is. It is. I lived kind of in this area called uh, Little Italy, Little Portugal, and it had a lot of great restaurants and, and bars mm-hmm. and stuff like that. 
my f- absolute favorite place in the world is Little Italy in Boston. Oh, is that right? Oh, my gosh. I love it there. And so you're from Kansas, but you lived in yes. Boston for No, I visit. No. I, I travel a lot because I'm from Kansas. Okay. So <laughs> oh, I, I didn't realize one see, thing equaled the other, yeah. but okay, it does for enough. me. It does for me. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, and one of the places you traveled to was Boston. Yeah. I've, I've been there a few times and, and I mm. absolutely love it there. And yeah. the, the first time I went was with my younger brother and mm-hmm. we both, we travel the same way. We like to just kind of wander around. Yeah. yeah so yeah. have you, do you, have you been to Boston? I've not. No, no. They, they have this no. thing called the freedom trail. Okay. It's like two and a half miles, and it's this brick line that's set into the the street or the sidewalks, and you follow it, and you go by uh, Paul Revere's house and all these, you know, oh, the wow. state capital and all this stuff. Yeah, it took us like three days to walk to it. walk it because we kept going. Ooh, what's that? Oh, what's over here? And, <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. So in the process, yeah, we found Little Italy there, and um, it was it was so cool because it's these tiny little streets, and the grandmas are out there in their lawn chairs, you know, right. intersection, and and nobody can get through, and right, right. you know, the big guys in the silk suits and the gold chains are the bouncers at all the different Italian restaurants. I'm doing air yeah. quotes, you can't see me restaurants. Right, right, right. right. So, yeah, very cool. Yeah. So, is that the same as the Toronto's little Italy? No, it's 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 a little bit the same, but it's it's um, it's almost like the little Italy in Toronto has become a very um, mainstream strip almost. So it's, it's, uh, it's on a, a street called College, uh, College Street, and um, it's, there are definitely very authentic, tiny little places, but it's also uh, become kind of a bustling uh, Saturday night, you know, hangout, mm-hmm. which is good and bad, in my opinion. And but what it's done is it's 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 created a situation where a lot of like uh, bigger higher end restaurants and, and bars mm-hmm. have opened up because uh, people realize it's um, it's a place to potentially make a lot of money I guess in the yeah. world right is there a Starbucks there 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 are yeah yeah it's over man it's no longer <laughs> yeah, cool <well. laughs> yeah. find some place new yeah I, I'm looking. Where, yeah. Is there is there a little little in in L A. Is there a little Italy? Yeah, I have not run across one, but I bet there is. I bet, I'm sure there is. Yeah, sure there is. I've been out there. What several. I need to do, I need to explore Los Angeles. In terms it's of hard like, though. Local, yeah, I mean, it's very different. I think it's very spread out. And it's not a walking. I mean, even it's though it has walking. all these little neighborhoods, it's not a walking feel. No, it's not a walking town, and that's that's also very different from Toronto. And that's another thing I miss about Toronto mm-hmm. is being able to walk places mm-hmm. without people looking at you like, "Oh, we maybe should." Yeah, why is that butts. person walking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. You're looked at as a stranger yeah. uh, and uh, some kind of a threat if you're walking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah, yeah. Freeloader. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All of which I am. So oh, yeah, not, what I, right, of course I am. They're right about me. Yes. I just don't like being seen. Yeah, it's a big yeah. secret. We don't really yeah. want people to know. I don't like being exposed yeah. for being a threat and a freeloader. Mm-hmm. You're a scary guy. We met at Comic-Con. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember. I you do, do remember. I'm, a, I'm clearly a very frightening guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, your reaction when I suggested Prince for Jeffster. Right. Well, um, you know, freaked out the whole table. So. Well, it's because it was obviously an inner freakout, yeah. uh, and I didn't want to have those feelings, so I put them on other people. I see. Isn't that, isn't that the right thing to do? Project. Sure. As an right. actor, right. that's what you do, right? You project. That's right. Project. Oh. Put it on the other people. It's their Here. fault. 
Make us feel what you're feeling. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Sure. Hurt them if you have to. Uh-huh. Yes. What? Yes. I've gone too far. <laughs> I still think that Lester needs to sing some Prince. I know because you think that. I, just, I know that. You've made that clear. I just, you know. But you understand that there is an actor playing Lester <laughs> who would have to learn to sing those songs. Lip sync it, man. Have a okay, no. storyline. No. Lester loses his voice. They've got the big gig. He's got a lip sync. There you go. Well, that, but then, no. No. no I can't do that. No. You got to stay true. That'd be a sellout, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be a sellout. That would be a moment where... Jester, I, I know. I would, yeah. I would betray the character. It'd Come be on. like if Jester appeared on the Today Show. Total <laughs> sellout. Oh, is that your opinion? <laughs> I, uh, I will not. I will not join you in that opinion. No, no, well, no, not publicly. Uh, that's when it's no longer hip and cool. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. You know, when the Today, when you're on the Today Show. Yeah. Right. Or if you do, okay. you know, uh, uh, your songs on an iPod commercial. Right. You know? Well, I mean, does that make Who's done them recently? You two? Yeah. You two? Is oh, that, I'm is not that... saying it's not awesome and cool. I mean, no, it's too late. You have said that. No, no, I'm not saying selling out's a bad thing. No, too late. Saying... <laughs> 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 All right, so uh, so now you're this um, big actor. Wow. And, uh, you know, everybody knows you. They, they stop <laughs> you they? on the street when you're walking around and tell you to sing for them, right? Um... No. Seriously, what do people ask you when they see you? I think, well, people, you know, first of all, I mean, I, th- I think that there's a, there seems to be a real pure love for the show. So if anybody is going to approach me, generally it's because they just love the show. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I was once, you know, I, someone, <laughs> someone showed me something and then I've refused to ever go on the net again to read anything about myself about people, you know, thinking that I, myself, and Lester, and kind of loathing me, and, um, <laughs> yeah, fire him. How dare he steal Chuck's computer? Uh, he needs to be fired. I God, I hate that guy, that guy, Vic. I'm like, um, but I didn't, that's not, they wrote... <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, when people see me, if, they, if they're going to approach me, generally they're like, I love the show, I love your work, and, oh, Jepster is great, and stuff like that. So that, that's, that's all it really is. Um, they, yeah, they, uh, sometimes they have suggestions for songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have a feeling that, uh, you know, my worry with playing a character who's, I guess, malevolent, I'm chewing into, is that people will hate me personally. No. But see, you're awesome. So, and no, 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 we've been talking about, um, the the MTV interview that you did with Iggy. Oh yeah. That just went up. Oh yeah, the Iggy, right, right, right. Yeah, the Iggy and Filmnet. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, the big ones, the long ones. The long ones. We've, uh, you know, they've, they've emailed us and said, hey, you know, you want to post an excerpt? And so we have, and then send people over there to watch the entire interview and they come back Mm -hmm. and they say, oh my gosh, this guy is so cool. He's so, you know, insightful. And basically he's so not Lester. So I think, I think, yeah, I think the big con that you're pulling, I think it's working. Yeah, it's working. Oh, wonderful. Sweet. Wonderful. The plan, the plan is coming together. The con is on, yeah. The con is on, as it were. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So, so good. Yeah. So that's great. People are coming up. That's good. That makes me feel happy, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I've been really pleased with your reaction and uh, the people coming back to the site and saying, hey. 
you know, this guy's pretty cool. And oh, maybe we cool. do want more Jeff uh, Lester in uh, season three. <laughs> <laughs> right. Initially, no. Yeah. No, no, I know what you're talking about because it was, there was so much to digest in season one right. that, and it, you know, the Bimorian, the Bimore culture Wrong. and all of that yeah. just, yeah, that was a lot of people were saying, oh, we want more spy. We want more spy. More, spy, more yeah. romance. Yeah, yeah. 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 Understandably. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think, you know, the tide's a turn in there. Oh, well, good. I'm glad yeah. to hear that. So tell me about auditioning for Chuck. How did you first hear about it? Um, through my, my manager, just, uh, it was, it was a regular, uh, pilot audition. It was during pilot season and, uh, this, 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 you know, the, the scenes came in for the role of Morgan actually. And, um, and, uh, yeah, I went through the, um, the madness of the audition process reading for Morgan and really, literally, I, it, it was basically, uh, me and Josh Gomez mm-hmm. and I think he got it. Uh, I if think I, I read that somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who got it. Let's. I don't want to go on record by no. Yeah, okay. he obviously got it, and it was a, it was a devastating loss. It really was. It was. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I am not one of these guys who uh, has developed a thick skin. I feel everything too harshly. Oh. And um, and it was it was brutal. And then a few days later, they called and they said. Uh, you know, do you want to play Lester? And I really was like, who's Lester? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, scoured the pilot script and he had, you know, two words here and there. And they, um, and I, I didn't want to do it. I was so hurt. And, and my manager basically was, you know, rightly saying, you know, you are in absolutely no position to say no to anything. Uh, quiet down and get on set. And, uh, it was the best, you know, push that's ever, uh, that's ever happened because uh, I got on set, made a choice kind of on my own and, and began to, you know, just riff and improvise and, uh, and was encouraged to do so. And, uh, and here we are today. So it's pretty, pretty cool little moment, you know, to think that I almost was like, nah, I'm going back to Toronto. It's the tiny, tiny decisions that turn out to be the big ones, right? Is, is that true, Kansas? I think it is, <laughs> okay. Canada. <laughs> How can why why wouldn't I be more specific? You know, I didn't call you U.S. Well, it's because you said you grew up in Ottawa, but you yeah. you lived uh, you know in Toronto. So you were unsure I'm where. I'm trying to... to you know I'm not sure where you right. identify. Right, and so you went with the general. I am a native Kansan, therefore. Therefore, you will only be that. Apparently so. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Tell me uh, what. But- what was the yeah, choice, the little choice, the choice you made? You said you were on, on set. And yeah, you made it. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I think that, you know, as I looked for clues in the script about who Lester was, uh, is, I, I may have inferred from a tiny little moment, or I just thought of this idea that he would almost be, uh, this is not how I thought of it at the time, but in the, in the end, he's kind of the opposite. He has the, almost the opposite relationship to Chuck that Morgan has, who I obviously initially auditioned for. He's almost, he feels very antagonistic towards him, and I think that he has this, what, what I like to call an unrequited rivalry with Chuck. He's certainly not one of those people who uh, feels um, uh, that Chuck is a great guy and so brilliant, and, you know, he's not on mm-hmm. that train. He's, he, he has a thing where he, you know, ultimately, deeper down, he envies him. He's jealous of him. He doesn't think he deserves the 
um, respect and admiration he gets at the Buy More. And uh, I think the choice was that Lester is this kind of guy who's desperate for it. And, um, yeah, and therefore, uh, and that was it. That's where I started to to kind of riff from and, and, and go off of. And uh, that's sort of, I think, where where they've begun to develop. Mm-hmm. Is he is he envious of that? It looks like Chuck is getting everything so easily. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think it's the effortless charm and effortless admiration and effortless um, friendships and leadership. Uh, I think it is the effortlessness uh, of of Chuck of Chuck that that makes Lester so crazy with jealousy <laughs> and and uh, that's what he wants and yet therefore because he wants it so bad he attacks everything mm-hmm. in a hugely effortful way and there and, and basically pushes everybody away from him of course that's the quickest yeah. way to be yeah not admired like me uh-huh. you know yeah. uh yeah exactly exactly yeah, hmm. yeah. yeah that is an interesting choice because obviously everybody else at the buy more does just think you know, checks the best things and sliced bread. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, you do. know, the Xbox, whichever. But Right, whichever, you know, you happen to be eating at the time. Or, oh, you know, be. either, depending on whether you're Big Mike or Morgan, for example. Right, you know? yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> That's right. I guess, <laughs> I guess you're saying, don't say I'm saying this, you're saying Big Mike would say sliced bread. Uh-huh. And Morgan would say Xbox. Exactly. Is that do I have that correct? I think that is the correct um, assignment of preferences there. Okay. So yeah, it's good. According to Kansas. And, and indeed, according to Kansas versus what Ontario? Eh, closer, better. I don't know Quebec. I, you're right on the border, so I'm, well, I, never, I don't know which to go. Why don't you call me border? Okay, border. All right, Kansas. All right, border. Yeah. This is good. I'm glad we're getting to know each other in a way that we can now <laughs> yeah. have nicknames. Yeah, we're each already other. there. Yeah, yeah. So your first impression then of Chuck is that he's, you know, this um, effortlessly cool guy. Well, I mean, from, from Lester's Lester. point of view. Yeah, from Lester's point of view, he's this effortlessly cool guy who's the center of things and and uh, rising as he it seems like he can come and go at the Bymore, obviously. And, yeah, what is this about? I mean, well, he, he never has to be there. He's he's obviously on a lot of installs um, and uh, is able to do that, I guess. And mm-hmm. the rest of us need to be at, at the job 24-7. He gets to drive the Nerdmobile? He gets the, the Nerd mm-hmm. Herder, mm-hmm. as it's called. The Nerd Herder? Yeah, yeah. I think that the all of these things contribute to Lester's, uh, I'm not going to say hatred, but let's just say hatred um, <laughs> of him. Not to put too fine a point on it. Yeah, but, you know, I'm not going to say hatred. However, his hatred of him Mm -hmm. is based on all these things, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, how is that uh, changing in Season 3? Have you seen a change yet, or is he still... I think he's still that guy. I yeah. think he's he's uh, you know it's 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 blossoming a little. It's it's getting deeper. Um, we're you know there's been little clues as to where this kind of needing to yell for attention comes from, and uh, and uh, hopefully there'll be kind of exploration of that or new ways of exploring that and expressing that and. Uh, and we'll see. You know, I mean, I'm not going to tell you anything about what's happening in season three, so you can quiet down about that. 
my but, my uh, mental my telepathy was getting yeah. to you there, wasn't it? Yes, exactly. Um, then I'm not going to ask you if Lester gets a love interest, and don't uh, ask. no, don't ask and that. I uh, I'm not going to ask you about these awesome guest stars we're hearing about. Very. Sweet, I don't want to know. Very sweet of you not to ask. I, I don't want to know. If you don't want to know, then I'm going to tell you. The answer? No. Yeah. No, I can't. Oh, uh, so close. Be, yeah, so close. My the evil reverse, plan. <laughs> yes, the reverse psychology almost oh. worked. Um, no, I really am not going to tell you anything. Mm-hmm. So if you want to hang up. Then, so how's uh, the weather? I mean, it's uh... I, I'm not. I refuse to. I Look, I promise to the weather people. That you that wouldn't reveal? Could, yeah, that they could, that, that they can tell us. Okay. No, no spoilers on the weather? Either. No, absolutely okay. not. All nice right. Try. Darn. No, nice what, try. What are you having for supper? Quiet now. Oh. You know, the food people would be very angry with me. Oh, you know, I'm going to have yeah. to uh, talk to Fedak and Schwartz and say, this guy, he's a vault. Yeah. And ask me, listen, I'll tell you this. If they give you permission, I will then tell you what I'm having for dinner. Oh, so they totally did. Them, they oh, did. Well, then, yeah, it was uh, on the list hey. of approved topics. Oh, great. Uh, a little ground turkey, mm-hmm. uh, lentils, and spinach. Oh, how very healthy of you. Well, thank you. <laughs> Just a little compliment <laughs> to butter you up. Yeah. So, right. uh, and yeah. now I'm going to tell you everything about Yeah, um, about these guest stars. Um, yeah. No, seriously, uh, though. It's mm. like every big every announcement that comes out about who's going to be guest starring on the show. It's the same as when we were going into, um, you know, season two and we were hearing. I know. Yeah. I know, it's pretty spectacular. I mean, it's pretty spectacular for a kid from uh, Toronto, Ontario, Ottawa. Um, <laughs> the border. Be, see, the border, as it were, uh, to see you know to be working with people that I've watched on television for mm-hmm. you know or on the films for you know my whole life. The Chevy Chases and the um, you know, working with uh, Tony Hale was just mm. beyond a thrill for me. That guy is so funny. He's so funny, so brilliant, and like the the fact that we're kind of friends now. Aww. Just, yeah, it's, it's very, <laughs> it's a very kind of surreal moment. Yeah. Do you yeah. and the do you guys the cast hang out much off screen, or is it just you and Tony, and you don't tell anybody else where you're going? Yeah, no, I I've told Tony to really just dial know, it down. Yeah, dial it down enough. Yeah. No, yeah, we do. We hang out a lot. And, uh, you know, it is it is a very sad, almost uninteresting thing that we get along just, you know, cheesily well, cheesily well and have, like, you know, you'll have so much fun. It's sad. It, there's a sadness to that. We should have drama and hatred on, <laughs> on set, but we don't. You're like, man, we're never going to be in the tabloids, guys. I know, exactly. We're <laughs> we never going to gonna become up. stars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, no, we do hang out. We go out and have drinks and dinner and chit-chat and laugh. And, it's, you know, I think it translates. It does. It does. Yeah. It looks like you guys are having so much fun that the cameras just happen to be on. And Generally, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, we we are. I mean, we it's the 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 uh, the effort. The the hard thing is to get through scenes without corpsing, you know, without laughing our <laughs> brains out because it's it's it is a whole heck of a lot of fun. Yeah, is there still yeah. a lot of singing that's going on between takes? <laughs> uh, there's a lot of some kind of noise or the other all the time. <laughs> Screaming, uh, joking, riffing, singing, everything. All right. Yeah. Some burping contests, I'm thinking. 
No. 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 That's the one thing so, will uh, not happen. Kansas. This is an elegant Listen, cast. Don't, yeah, do Nate. not. We are very, very elegant, graceful, uh, you know, oddly pretty. Mm-hmm. Enough. Well, speaking of that, let's talk about Scott Krinsky. <laughs> okay, yeah. Speaking of oddly pretty. Uh-huh. And elegant, yeah. graceful. Indeed. <laughs> yes. yeah. Jeff and Lester, you, you have really yeah. emerged as a quite quite the duo. And it quite feels odd. like that, yeah. Yeah. To the point um, that now, you know, you've got Brangelina and, uh, you know, even right. Chara on the show. And now we have Jeffster. Right. Now we're Jeffster. So. I mean, I think the emergence of that band uh, began to put us on a different path of uh, discovering about these two guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, it's been, you know, just awkwardly brilliant. I'd say that comes through. The most, you know, <laughs> we're, 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 uh, you know, we're we're brothers. You know, Jeff and Lester. We, they kind of become anti rock stars together. Mm-hmm. And um, you can't say that of many people in your life. This is true. This is true. We became anti rock stars. I don't have an anti rock star of you my will. own, and so you will now. I see that you for you. Okay. I see that for you. <sighs> Something to aspire to. Well, look. Not all of us get to the top of the mountain. Yeah, but we keep climbing. We're all climbing. on our own paths. We keep climbing. Keep climbing. Yeah. Keep climbing. Yeah. <laughs> you were talking in your interview um, with Iggy. On yes. Iggy, uh, one of the most provocative segments was talking about ethnic casting. Mm. And as you were, it was it was a really interesting thing. And, you know, I liked that you turned around and asked him, you know, what do you think about right. it? And got him all flustered. That was pretty amusing but i mean it was it was valid you know i I saw what you were doing with that but that was a a funny moment but as i was watching i was thinking now we have lester patel yes who apparently is jewish right and i just wondered you know how much of this um sort of backstory did you make up how much of it was part of the character going in how much did you guys talk with the writers and 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 creators and come up with this sort of uh, amalgamation it was all the writers, creators. It was all their idea that uh, I, I don't know when or how or what made them decide that he was going to be uh, Jewish. Um, I don't know if, if they were just like, well, this character will be Jewish, or if they had plans for him. Um, if they did have plans for him being Jewish, they certainly didn't uh, change that when they cast me as that role, and they, they went for it. So I guess because his last name is Patel, he's either uh, – you know, that when I started doing my research and whatnot, he's either uh, from this, you know, the, there's a, there, there are Jewish people in India, Jewish Indian people who are from this, the B'nai Manashi is this, the, the, you know, specific name of the people there, or his mother's Jewish and his father's East uh, Indian, yes. right? And I, and I think that's where I'm leaning, actually, is that he's got a Jewish mother and, a, and an East Indian father, so he's half and half. And uh, they they br- they brought it up. The first time it was brought up was I think that Christmas episode mm-hmm. uh, with the Hanukkah. And then what I would do is I you know on top of that whenever we could I would I would improvise whatever I'd learned. I would use little uh, phrases and uh, stuff like that. And and uh, you know I mean I I don't know anything about it, but I'm just you know going online talking to my Jewish friends and realizing that there's a remarkable similarity between people of various different ethnicities and what it's like to be, uh, you know, an immigrant and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then just started to go uh, 
to go into it, you know. I mean, I think that, you know, there's, a, there's an irony to Lester being of the Jewish faith, the chosen people, and all he wants is to be chosen, you know. Maybe he feels kind of anointed by his faith and feels that he's, deserve, he's, a, he's deserving to be chosen in some respect. And so, you know, there is that, there is leaning on that a little bit. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? I do. I do. I like it. Yeah. I could see, I'm seeing hidden depths. Yeah, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. For me, certainly. So there's a lot to relate to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you bring a lot of your, I'm getting the feeling that you still feel like an immigrant, even though you're just, you know. Well, I mean, to a certain degree. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm i not sure how much I said that, uh, talked about this on the Iggy. I don't even remember. But, you know, I, I spent a lot of my time running away from, you know, wanting to be different. And, and then you start to go, oh, I mean, as an actor, you know, not to get too, you know, boring or deep about this but you know you you need to i need to i certainly need to or the way i like to work uh is rely on what makes me tick and and i think that uh you know my parents are from india and and i because of that i may have had a very specific kind of upbringing and and so i draw upon that whenever i i relate to certain moments i mean i'm not playing myself in Lester, by any means, I am not <laughs> Lester. Uh, but you know, to make moments work, or to make uh, feelings come up, or to make you know intentions and all that stuff kind of click, I uh, I like to personalize, and uh, that's part of it for sure. Yeah, makes sense to me. I'm not an have actor, I, but it makes sense. Did I put everybody to sleep? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I uh, my eyes were wide open here. All right. Yeah. Yeah, you were dozing. <laughs> I can sleep with my eyes open. It's a really cool. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm always interested. I'm a. I cannot act. I uh, freely acknowledge that I do not have the talent. So it's always interesting to me to hear. Have you tried? Uh, you know, I was I was in a couple of high school productions, uh-huh. and uh, I did not care for it. Okay, interesting. And yes, it felt like uh, you know pulling teeth. What what aspect of it? Trying to be somebody different. Yeah, you know, and say somebody else's lines, and I just do you. So it's not a for you. It's not a, like a stage fright thing. Uh, no, because once the lights are up and I can't see anybody, that's fine. You're fine. Yeah, right. I right. I do prefer to be behind the scenes um, mm. more because I like building. I was the my my brothers and I were always the ones that were constantly building. You know, the with the Legos and the blocks right, and everything, right. and never actually played with them. You know, we would right. build these elaborate structures and then knock them down and start over. <laughs> right. You know, I, I used to play the Sims. Yeah, I play Sims and I would pause it and use the cheat yeah. code to get a ton of money and just keep building houses. <laughs> this is what I do for fun. Uh, that's that is fun. So that sounds like fun. Yeah. Oh, I think. Yeah. So, so building, was, building was, a character is not my cup of tea. Idea. But, yeah. Right, right. And yet it's my idea. Of See, fun. and I respect people that can do that because I just, I wouldn't have the first idea. Well, I mean, look, I, I, I the first idea, it's, a lot of it is, is training, you know what I mean? And I, I wouldn't have the first idea either if it wasn't for teachers. I went to an arts high school. I went to theater oh. school. And, you know, I had people going, this is how you do it. Mm-hmm. But do you feel that you had this innate talent that they just helped you learn how to use? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I certainly had an affinity towards 
towards acting in general. I, I and I don't know, you know, I didn't. Not, nobody in my family. I didn't grow up with it. I didn't have anybody around me doing it, so I don't quite know where it came from. What I I do like doing is disappearing into roles, into characters, and and mm-hmm. playing parts and and research. I love research and. Mm. And uh, and then you know connecting it to my life and and going that way. So I, I guess I at least had an affinity towards enjoying that aspect of of what acting is. And then you know putting it on its feet and, and doing you know you know it all it all began. I mean in our in high school and, and theater school a lot of it is is you know is classic plays and and Shakespeare and stuff like that. So that's where I, my whole world began. Is like you know researching language and then what this means and where it comes from and that aspect of that character and how it relates to me. And so I just, I've never, I don't tire of it. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you went to an arts high school. How old were you when you decided you wanted to maybe seriously be an actor? I mean, had you decided um, at that? Yeah, point? I don't no. know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I've, I've worked really hard at it, you know, through high school, through theater school afterwards I don't really know, remember, you know, officially making any kind of decision about it. I really don't. Um, and sometimes I've realized when I say that, it comes across like, hey, you know, everything worked out. And it's, it's, it's I, I worked hard and, and there was a lot of, you know, a lot of like stuff that I lost, like the role of Morgan. Uh, so it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, it's not like it was a, hey, I climbed this mountain easily. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I, I don't really, you know, I just somehow along the way I found myself, I think that I was always saying to, you know, my parents and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm taking, even though I was at, at an arts high school, you know, I, I convinced my parents to let me go there. And I, I think I even remember having conversations with my, my parents where they were like, you're not going to be an actor. <laughs> I was like, no, no, physics, math, chemistry. <laughs> Um, and somehow I was like, now I'm going to go to this theater school. They're like, but you're not going to be an actor. No, no. Um, <laughs> and somehow I woke up and I was like, I guess I'm going to be one. Um, so I don't really know. I don't know why I was drawn to it. I really don't. I mean, I really, you know, that's not what my parents do. That's for sure. Yeah. Are they math, physics? Yeah, they're those type of people. They're scientists and math and chemistry and mm-hmm. Kind of, uh, kind of incredibly high achieving academic people, mm-hmm. and uh, I am not one of those types. Yeah, it's a very different you know? kind of creativity to be able to yeah. do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's the nice way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am. Yeah. Hmm. It sounds like you've sort of just always been going to be an actor, and finally realized it, admitted it to yourself one day. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like that. It is almost like that. It's like it it, it came and got me, uh, as opposed to me going to it. Like the mm-hmm. the, the uh, desire to do it or the need to do it, I guess to be honest. And I I just you know I mean I I you know it's very difficult to do something, or to even see yourself as doing something in which there are no real guidelines that are set out for you by someone you know, by people close to you, by your family. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, maybe, you know, the admitting it was just me starting to see the way to do it or feel the way to do it. Um, but I did go in our, to an arts high school, which was taught by, you know, very, very, by people who were very, very immersed in the arts world. So mm-hmm. I must have been listening to them and how they did it. And we would have guest, you know, speakers who were professional actors and something must have gotten in. 
Have you noticed a difference between working in Canada? Because I know you did several projects before you came yeah. to the U.S., right? Yeah. What what kind of differences are you seeing? Um, well, it's just it's it's a it's a bigger um, it's a bigger market. It's a bigger stage, certainly. You know, on on the what what I've needed to do for myself is to not be overwhelmed by all that, and just kind of go back to kind of my roots of how I approach a character, how I approach a moment, how I approach a, a scene. Mm-hmm. And go into that. You know, it's the the U.S. has this thing about it. I I felt, in which you you know, you, there's no real room for any kind of false humility or anything like that. You know, you got you step up, you strut your stuff, mm-hmm. and you go for it. And and whatever, whether it's because I was Canadian or whatever, that that takes a kind of inhale and boldness that uh, is new. It's kind of new. Um, maybe it's because there are more, just simply more people. After each and every role, you got to be loud to be heard to a certain degree, mm-hmm. and so I think there's some of that. You know, you, you strut your stuff here, and uh, and you stand tall, and you you know you be bold, and you go for it, and you dig in, and uh, and and not I'm not saying that that to to uh, doesn't exist in Canada, but maybe to a lesser degree it does. Mm-hmm. Maybe there because it's a slightly smaller market. It is a small market. You can kind of go in and and and. If if the role is kind of in your hit, you might get it. You know, you have a good shot at getting it. Mm-hmm. Because they're just simply less people. Whereas here, you got to kill it. You want to nail it. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had I've never I, I I can't imagine for myself a scenario w- within the work that I had done in Canada where I would ever have an experience like I did at Comic Con. That really? size, that volume, that many people, <laughs> that much need on my part to go, you better blast this out of the park, Vic. You know what I mean? <laughs> you better, this better not be some kind of timid, oh, I feel shy moment. You know, you got to get inside Lester and, and uh, rock star it up. I, I have to give you props for that performance. That was electrifying. Really? I've been hearing from people that have been to Comic-Con for decades, and they said that is the best opening to a panel in history of Comic-Con. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was. Thank you. It was on fire. I mean, you should have seen Twitter was, I think it crashed. And then when it came back up, <laughs> it was, oh my gosh, Jeffster. Oh, uh, wow. That's that's amazing to hear. I mean, it was it was such a... A moment where, you know, I'm back. I'd never been to Comic-Con. I'd never seen, you know, that world at all, at all. And and uh, I was just like, you know, Zach, I said, is this going to be like these other panels, you know, whatever? And he was like, no, buddy, no. No, my friend. Good luck. Um, and then, you know, I got the queue and I stepped out and it's just like, all right, all right, boy. Had you peeked out before to see how many people were there, or did you not want to know? I tried. I tried. I couldn't tell, and because I'd never even been on the stage before. I mean, mm-hmm. I hadn't even walked it. I'd never seriously felt it. They handed me the microphone there. Oh yeah, I didn't know. And and I said, "Can I see the stage?" And they were like, "Yeah, it's too late. We let everybody in." I said, "Can I peek out?" No. What if they see you? I was like, "Okay." So when we when when Scott and I were walking out, we were like, you know, is there a chair in the way? Is there where's the table? Is there you know? We were like finding our way. Wow. That's impressive. <laughs> I had no idea. I oh, could not yeah. tell from, from the way no, you guys were. That's, that's good. That's good yeah, to hear. <laughs> yeah. I figured they at least would have let you in to rehearse. No. No, no. we had no rehearsal. 
Wow. None. I mean, Scott and I went over the song um, in our little hotel room. Right. How much warning did you get? Well, we got, you know, we I, I got word, uh, I guess, a, a week and a half or something from, from jo- before, Josh from Josh Schwartz or something like that, maybe a couple weeks, that he was like, I want you to do this at Comic-Con. I want you to, to sing at Comic-Con. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> Live? And he was like, yeah, yeah, this is what we're going to do. And so, so then we spent, you know, a week going back and forth about the song choice. And I was like, I have got to know the song. I've got to learn it. And so we went back and forth, and I said, okay, I want to do this song. I want to do Fat Bottom Girls. And uh, and he was like, great choice, great, fantastic. So I had, you know, very little time. And then I was like, Scott, we're doing this song. And, you know, I mean, you know, singing is new to me, getting the, the learning the lyrics of these songs that I've had to do alone is a, is a, its own little task. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then I then going to Comic Con and just you know it was it was all an incredibly new, incredibly big, incredible experience. Well, you guys nailed it. Oh well, thank you. That's, yeah. that's amazing to hear. I mean, I still I haven't watched it. I haven't seen any of the YouTube. Really? Yeah, I don't I don't generally watch any of my stuff, but uh, uh. kind of yeah. Um, I re- I recorded it and I got it up on YouTube that evening because oh you're kidding oh I'm not kidding I was like you guys have got to see this and people oh, were oh my god yeah people were um, tweeting us back you know that couldn't be there because we were twittering during the whole thing and and also oh, during wow. the uh, press room afterwards to let people know what was going on and who we were oh, seeing wow. and and they're like oh my gosh when is that coming up I want to see I want to see no way because oh, we're so my lucky god. yeah so that's, that's wild that's we knew we had to, to hear. Yeah, you're an internet phenomenon. <laughs> oh boy! You know, know how much that, free but, uh, stuff you could be getting. Damn. <laughs> Why didn't no one tell me? Free yeah. stuff. Yeah, I mean, you could get hooked up. Yeah. All right. Free I'll video games at least, or you know, yeah. Guitar Hero. Will you help me? Sure. Okay. I'll do Done. what I can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's uh. The story behind Jeff Strutt Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to admit, I'm kind of floored. Yeah, I, well, as was I. <laughs> I, can, I can imagine now. I'm surprised yeah. you guys didn't just come out and stare at us like going, oh, crap. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. It's funny because, you know, when you when you were saying about acting, how you're okay being up there as yourself, though you prefer being behind the scenes. For me, there is a bit of a, a, an opposite to that. I, I would, I need to get inside a character so that I'm not at all self-conscious. I think that's why I don't watch myself. And so, yeah, it was like me just going, okay, inside, go inside, inside, Lester, 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 Lester. And uh, I think that was one of the only ways I survived that. <laughs> well, yeah. that worked. I'd say keep keep doing that if those situations no. rise again. Thank you, Kansas. Uh, on the other hand, Comic Con mm-hmm. next year, I I don't know what you guys are going to have to do to top. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't imagine. I guess I'll have to be up there pantless. <laughs> um, what is that weird? <laughs> I can tell you're already in Lester's mind. <laughs> yes, exactly. You've already entered. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I isn't that pretty much his answer to how make any how to make anything better? Yeah, pantless. pantless. Yeah. Uh-huh. Make sure it's pantless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Anything better? Hmm. Hmm. How's that cake coming? Sandwiches? 
Sandwiches, pantless. Yeah, I'd like you to prepare those pantless. Yep. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, like exactly. let's to me. Sure. Yeah. You've mentioned a few times that you get up there and riff and improv. So, um, is that just kind of built into your character now to your script? It's, you know, this is generally what Lester needs to do in the scene. Go for it. No. Yes, that's (laughs) right. The the scripts are two pages long and they're like, man, Lester says something, whatever Vic wants. And no, absolutely (laughs) not. No, no, I, I, um, I, I, I don't, the writers are doing everything. So I don't, I don't ever take anything away from them. I riff and improv kind of to, you know, just just because I, I I don't like you know I don't like to stop when they say you know when the scene ends and 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 because I think it creates a kind of chemistry and uh, electricity and vibe on set that I that you know ninety percent of it ninety nine percent of it gets cut, but I think the atmosphere of it is still there mm-hmm. and uh, and 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 so you know I mean I I if I have an idea of of, a, of something for the character I'll, I'll go you know I'll kind of suggested that way or but yeah i like to you know I, I like to keep things on their toes a little bit and uh keep things fresh certainly yeah but no it's it's you know and, and they allow it they're, they're they're very fun with it i mean of course you know they'll they'll keep with the script 99 percent of the time mm-hmm. um but i believe and you know i hope i hope you know i'm right that it creates a kind of vibe off of you know from from the characters and you can you can create a chemistry i think between characters that way mm-hmm um, you know, if you improv a certain kind of uh, angle, then it'll you you establish relationship. I think. Right. So then, when what we see on screen, we can sort of just feel that there's this relationship, and there's all this other stuff that's been happening in the background. That's even if we what don't... I. That's my hope. That's yeah. what I. I think. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I think. That you, you when you cut to us. It's not just the two lines that we haven't seen. You see kind of a world or a, mm-hmm. a vibe or an energy or an atmosphere or a right. mood or a history or something, you know, something that you're like, oh, these guys didn't just show up on set and mm-hmm. say their lines and go home, that, you know, that they're lived in. There's a lived in quality maybe that uh, I'm after. Yeah, like the characters actually have a life beyond what yeah. we're seeing on the screen. Beyond yeah. what we're seeing, yeah, yeah, exactly. They throw that into the show every now and then. We've seen a couple of times. Do you actually watch the show when it airs? Uh, and then, I like, skip fast my forward part. your parts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there have been a couple of times when we've seen Team Bartowski coming back from a mission. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I love that stuff. Yeah. I That's... love that when you don't see, you just see them coming back from something and you don't know what happened. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. I That's, think that's brilliant. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Uh, it's awesome. Yeah. I, just not knowing, but knowing that they have lives beyond what we see is, uh, it's both aggravating because we want to see everything. We want to see it. Yeah, exactly. But gives it a full bodied feel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so you're not going to tell me if Lester gets a love interest. I'm not going to mention that. No, no, no. I'm not going to go into that. Neither no. confirm nor deny. Exactly. All right. Um, I'm, and I'm talking of the non blow up variety. Oh well, then no, no, oh, no, oh, we no, can... no, I, no, I have no idea. <laughs> no, I, I, I refuse to go into that. Yeah, uh, he definitely, he definitely has many of the blow-up varieties. Does he? But uh, has his own little harem. Yeah, of course. People who actually like him. Wow. Yeah, he doesn't do anything untoward with these blow-up dolls. He just they sit and drink just, tea. That's right. Yeah, and he—they're his friends. No, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> Uh, I've lost my way completely. Oh, uh, you're weak from hunger and yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> hunger fatigue. That's it. That'll That's be it. my excuse. Sure. 
Blame and it on pantless, that. which is that weird? No. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Not sure. I, you well, know, you said that. everything would be better, and so uh. as soon as you said that, I went pantless for the rest of this chit chat. Yeah. And and, and what, do you, gotten, what do you think about that? I think it's just gone a little bit worse hmm. since I mentioned I was pantless. And just a slightly awkward. <laughs> yes, yeah, well. And maybe not awkwardly brilliant, just awkward. No, just awkward for, yeah. Yeah, no. for yeah. its own sake. Well, tell me uh, where you see yourself in five to ten years, aside from pantless. Uh, definitely still pantless, as you say. Um, I don't know. I, I hope that I'm, uh, I see myself in L.A., New York, London, Mumbai, Ooh. you know, the Italian countryside, south, south of France. You know, shooting, uh, you know, big international incredible projects, I hope. Wow. Yeah. So don't limit yourself geographically when you answer. <laughs> exactly. At oh, all. Okay. Yeah, that's where no. I see myself. Yeah. That's great. Dream big, right? Yeah, I think I think you should, uh, you know, go for the big dream. Live, live, and want to live big, I think, is what I want. Around that is the world a, and working on great things. It's a good life motto. Live big. Live big. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Tell me, do you have any other projects in the works, anything you worked on during hiatus? Um, I have a potential couple of actually plays in, in New York, I, a play <laughs> in New York in, in, in particular that could happen depending on the schedule. Um, you know, small play, not a small play, but a small, uh, you know, little run. But uh, that's also been, you know, it's, it's like a little, you know, when you're a theater school, you know, student, to do a play in New York is kind of... It's you kind know, of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> You're pretty fun. I think we're going to have to talk with you again. Good. Let's, let's uh, do that. Yeah. This is good, Kansas. Listen, I have border. <laughs> yes. Okay. Does border sound offensive? You know, I was trying to think if it did, but I can't I can't figure out why it would. No, it, 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 it is incredibly offensive. Is it? Um, yeah, my feelings have been hurt this whole podcast. Oh. No, no. It's, it's, Didn't, it's, man. It's accurate. Yeah. Border, Toronto, Ottawa, Ontario, and Quebec, Canada, the U.S. I am border. You are, or be, you're multinational. Right. Let's let's say let's say that. Omnipresent. Uh, well, we're stretching it. No, no, no. <laughs> multinational. Multinational. Yeah. Right. That's that's longer though. I think maybe I'll just shorten it to MN. Okay, MN. MN. Or, yeah. Let's. You know what? Let's go back to omnipresent because. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll call me OP. OP. Yeah. Right. He's the OP. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, I'm okay. going to let you go, Vic. Thank right, you very no. much. Appreciate it. Great. It okay. was. All right. Bye. See ya. Bye. And we're almost back. Actually, Mel was lucky enough after the announcement of Chuck returning January 10th, Mel was able to get a hold of Vic again and get his thoughts on the early return. So here goes. Yeah, so fantastic news, huh? Pretty amazing. Pretty kind of... uh... Best of the best of both worlds esque, I feel. And how would you describe that esque? Well, that esque, I think, is described in this sense. Um, I, you know, obviously there was a little worry that after all the incredible fanfare uh, of getting us back on the air and all that, that March was gonna 
um, you know, slowly dissipate that enthusiasm. And, and yet, you know, there was a part of me that was like, you know, if, if it wasn't quite so far away, there could be an even bigger kind of build of anticipation. And, and now that this has happened, I think that we circumvented it being too far away, and yet we still kind of get this uh, heart-growing fonderness from the absence-esque thing. Well said, except for the last <laughs> little bit there. But, yes, except uh, for the whole thing. Kind of fell apart at the end, but no. Yeah, story of my life. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I agree, though. I mean, it's coming back in January 10th, and everybody's yeah. going to be in that post-holiday slump. Yeah, and, and I think that's exactly right. I think that the holidays, too, when everybody's on their, you know, high on tryptophan sitting in front of the TV, <laughs> it's a great time to promo yeah. for January. Yeah. Indeed. Did you know that they started promoing last night during the office? I heard that. I heard that. I have TiVo'd the office and yet to see it. So um, what did they show? Uh, it was a modified uh, promo. They have a, a nice four-minute one with Zach um, introing it and then showing us Chuck kicking Lester in the face. Oh, that's, wonderful. Mm-hmm, that's the online promo. And <laughs> No, they actually show a, a, like a, a two-and-a-half-minute scene, I think, from um, episode one. In the online promo. And then the one that's uh, being shown on the air is uh, more of a traditional kind of, uh, this is, Chuck said he, Chuck's one reason for becoming a spy is Sarah, so they can show Yvonne in a bikini, which I thought. Yes, of course. Yes. That's the natural promo. Sure. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. So it's kind of a real, like an exuberant Chuck's back, but at the same time trying to get people to to introduce them to the concept. So what it is again. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, yeah, if you want to go to uh, if you want to go to ChuckTV.net, you can see yeah. the promo. You, Just do you have the promo on there on Chuck TV? Mm-hmm. Well, we've oh, got the, the oh. online promo, and I'll, I'll add the one somebody put it up on YouTube from last oh, night. I'll throw that definitely, in there. Definitely check that yeah. out. So, um, so yes, very exciting. Yeah. Where were yeah, you? You found out? Did you find uh, out what you did, or did they tell you ahead of time? No, well, I don't know. I, I mean, I found out, I think, right at the, I mean, last night, right? Like sort of, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yesterday evening, I think, I, I got a, a text or an email from from uh, Nicole, and uh, that's how I found it. When did you find out? Around then? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, no advance warning for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. I guess we'll let you slide on that. Yes, okay, yeah. good. You didn't, you know, fess up right I away. Did, I didn't know. I didn't hide it. I okay. knew nothing, as good. usual. <laughs> yeah. So, where, did you scream? Did you run around and yell, Chuck's coming back early? Yeah, well, uh, you know, I'm always screaming and running around, so that didn't change. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, I think it's, I think the thing that I feel most is that it's, um, it feels like a real vote of confidence from the network. And uh, obviously, that's wildly gratifying when you're, you know, because we've been, you know, it's a funny thing to not have the, not have the, the air date till so late. You kind of end up working in a bubble, right? You're kind of just putting out product, and you don't know. There's no feedback in a sense. You're you're sort of creating product. I mean, and, you, and there's no feedback, and and so you don't have that kind of sense of how it's going fully. And I, I think there are good things and bad things about that. I I, I personally like working in. A kind of more of a laboratory and then bringing it out. But with this, this feels like a vote, like the, the end of our casino episodes and gone, yes, 
yes, this is going well. Mm-hmm. And now there's, you know, the added bubble of, you know, inner anticipation and excitement that it's about to air. And it's kind of, I don't know, there's something kind of perfect about it. Uh, airing as we're going and shooting our back six, that will kind of coincide. Mm-hmm. And, That's right. You know, it's sort of the, the, and it's good that the fans get to see the fruits of their labor sooner. It's looking phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. I oh, mean, good. We already had confidence. I did yeah. had confidence. It was going to be a, a fantastic season three, but the bits that they're giving us in that trailer, it's looking really, really good. I mean, the scripts have been dynamite, yeah. really dynamite. But yeah, they're they're just getting better and better at it. And uh, and I think that all the you know the the everything that kind of came together, the budget cuts, all that stuff. It seemed like it was going to be tricky, has indeed, as I thought, manifested and just making it kind of leaner, meaner, deeper, uh, kind of, it's, yeah, the mythology that gets explored. It's just, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible. Good. Yeah. That's what we like to hear. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to, yeah, it just did not work. It sucked. <laughs> it was yeah, a terrible sorry. decision. <laughs> it, it's awful. Everything that's no. happened is awful. Yeah. yeah. No. All right. <laughs> well, we're really excited that we're going to see you Good. again. And, and from what Good. I understand, Jeff Stur is back. Uh, indeed. Yes. Indeed, we're back. Yeah. So, care to give us a clue on what they're doing, or um, if I if I begin to give you a clue, that clue will unravel in me any uh, any ability to hold back telling you the entire story. So I, that's I'm not, fine. I better, I, no, I listen, <laughs> don't do that to me. They will no. fire me. <laughs> no, no, that can't happen. <laughs> well, then stop it. Okay. All right. Okay. So what'd you have for lunch? No. <laughs> I can't tell you. That's <laughs> where yeah, since we're on the gastronomic spoilers. Um Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. Well I'm I'm glad we finally uh caught up with each other. Yeah, I, I apologize uh for doing nothing wrong. But uh <laughs> but <laughs> but for whatever reason the it was yeah, it was it's it's a bit bizarre because you don't hear busy signals anymore. I know. That's yeah, what, when was, Nicole called me, I was like, How is he getting a busy signal? I'm right here. I know. I know. I thought that maybe the phone was off the hook or something. I, I had no idea. Does that even yeah. happen anymore? I have no idea. I, I assumed it would go to voicemail. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. it should have, but huh? Yeah, totally random. I bet you there's there's some kind of a block on your end somehow. Oh, well, it's, so it's my know. fault. Okay. Well, it's certainly not mine. <laughs> it's certainly not mine. No. I, I believe you're up in Canada right now. Is this correct? Indeed. Mm-hmm. Right. I it's, think it's, it's a transcontinental sort of. Um, the rivalry between the the states yeah. of Canada. Yeah. yeah, that's quite a rivalry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, for Canada's my part, doing real well. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to blame Canada. Yeah, well, not at all surprising coming from an American. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. I guess we'll wrap that then. <laughs> okay, we'll wrap it there. <laughs> we'll wrap it there. International war. Yeah. yeah, before World War Three breaks out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So, all right. Well, thanks, Vic. I'm Thank really, you. Really excited. I'm glad this is this is really good news. Thanks, Mom. I appreciate it. All right, we'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. And we're back. So, uh, how was that talking to Vic? That guy is hilarious. I mean, 
I've interviewed a lot of people now or been involved in interviews with a lot of people in the last couple of years, thanks to uh, checktv.net and then a couple of our other sites. And I got to say, hands down, top five experiences ever. This guy is amazing. I love him. Very, very cool. And actually what excites me is I think that now completes the the cast. I think we've had every single member, regular member of the cast in interviews. I think you're right. Yes, we have. Yeah. yeah. We win. Yay. <laughs> Very cool. Though, though the one now, I really still want to get is Matthew Bomer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. We got to talk to that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, please, please, please can I? <laughs> yes. I think that might need to be a joint interview. Yeah. yeah. Although it may be a lot of me stammering and stuttering. Oh, that, 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 that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that, that'd be cool. Um, maybe we can pretend we're talking about white collar and then get to Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. I bet he would go for it. I bet he would. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, I think that's about it. So we're going to start wrapping up. Um, we want to remind everybody to please, um, if you want to be reminded about various things like the podcast awards and podcast releases and all that sort of thing, um, send an email to mail at chuckpodcast.com with the uh, subject notification um, to get added to our notification list for various things. And actually, an even better way is to uh, follow us on Twitter, either um, Chuck TV. Uh, what, is the, what is the handle for Chuck TV? Just Chuck TV? ChuckTV.net. ChuckTV.net. Or uh, for myself, it's just Gray Jones, G-R-A-Y Jones. You can follow us on Twitter to get uh, up to the second updates on what's going on. And um, also, I want to remind you about Chuck is on. Um, if you want to order either Chuck-related items or actually any Amazon.com items, you can order them through Chuck is on. Go to chuckpodcast.com and uh, and click through to Chuck is on, and you can order anything from Amazon, and it just gives us a little kickback to help support the podcast. You can also support with donations or um, themed merchandise for chucktv.net or Chuck versus the podcast. And we want to remind you about Check Out Chuck, the campaign we're running to donate the Season 1 DVD to your local library. Or if your local library already has one, find a, somewhere else nearby that needs it and use that as a way to uh, get the show out there for potential new viewers before Season 3 debuts. And, of course, don't forget to vote for us daily at the Podcast Awards, podcastawards.com, and we are in the entertainment category. And if you have questions or comments to share, please email us at mail at chuckpodcast.com. We welcome all comments. Yep. And a reminder, you can you can send uh, voice messages if you want, uh, We and we will play them on the podcast. Uh, if you have questions you actually want to record and email, I do want to remind you to please check out our sponsors. Uh, Movie Morons Podcast is a great sponsor uh, of the podcast, and you can get the link at chuckpodcast.com and also syrianjunkies.de. And uh, so I guess we're going to wrap it up here. If you don't want to hear spoilers, you can just turn the podcast safely off now. If you do want to hear spoilers, get ready. And we're back, and we've got big, big news. Robert Patrick will guest star in episode 310, Chuck versus the Tic Tac, as Colonel Keller. As we speculated in the last podcast, this episode will be Casey-centric. And Colonel Keller is connected with Casey's past, that's no surprise. And in this episode, Casey does something really bad, like 
could cost him his job bad. I don't know. What could that be? I don't know. It's got to be something treasonous, right? Yeah, yeah. It would have to be to cost yeah. him his job. Mm-hmm. Now, that so, could mean anything. I mean, like in Chuck versus the Colonel. That's just what I was thinking. Yeah. Where he goes rogue for um, Chuck and Sarah. Wow. Yeah. Oh. So at least we know there's a precedent now. Mm-hmm. You know, because Casey has been the one the follow the rules exactly member of Team Bartowski, but now we have a precedent for him to bend them. Yeah. So I don't know. That's going to be interesting to watch too, because because of that very reason, he's always been by the book and and proud of it too. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I do yeah. think that there's going to be some friction with uh, somebody else coming ahead the team that's what i hear um who was it that was talking about that i think it was ryan mcpartland mm-hmm. was saying that casey was not going to be real thrilled about the fact that beckman's out and shaw is in yeah so, although that brings up a whole new line of speculation about where beckman is yeah hmm. i can't i can't imagine that she doesn't have her fingers in that pie somewhere mm-hmm. even if she's not officially leading team bartowski she's she's got to be around somewhere yeah well, and and he's got to report to somebody, so. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, moving along, Eon Line, doing what they do best, decided to stir the pot with the following spoilers. Um, they got an email from Megan in Eugene, Oregon, who's asking, please tell me the rumors aren't true that Sarah and Chuck will be apart this season on Chuck. What can you tell us about Brandon Rouse and Kristen Krug? And um, let's see, E-Online says, I can tell you that Brandon Routh and Kristen Krug are rolling out, are rolling in on Sarah and Chuck so fast, they'll make your shuck-loving head spin. Shuck-loving? I know. <laughs> That's Ouch. not even a word. Yeah. Ouch. E-Online, so, can you do better? So out of touch. I'm hearing that episode seven is quite the doozy. Chuck and Hannah which is Kristen's character, share not only a kiss, but they then go on to treat the By Moore's home theater room like a no-tell motel. Meanwhile, Shaw, played by Brandon Routh, and Sarah have one of those. Oh, my God, we're going to die. So so I may as well tell you I love you moments. I love that. Um, anyway, my soul just threw up a little too. The only good news, Kristen's character Hannah is so not what she seems, and I don't think she's long for Chuck's world, especially since she was nowhere in sight when I visited the set last week. Aces. Yeah, and and even though Brandon <sighs> Routh is around for many episodes, she's only around for, I think, three, right? Right. And uh, Zach said in that uh, interview with USA Weekend that he was – that Brand is around for approximately eight episodes, which has a lot of people going approximately – how are you around for approximately? I think my my best guess is that means he gets like killed at the beginning of his eighth episode. So it's like 7.25 episodes mm-hmm. or I mean, but uh, <laughs> anyway, this just this uh, spoiler just about broke the site with people rushing in to comment. And in general, I just want to say, you know what? Take this with a grain of salt. E-Online is known for being sensationalistic and twisting things. So that we saw this several times in the first two seasons of Chuck. A big earth-shattering spoiler would come out from them, and it would turn out to be so overblown, so out of proportion. 
And uh, I mean, just the fact that they're calling Chuck and Sarah Chuck mm-hmm. instead of Chara tells us how out of the loop they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I mean, we have that line. Uh, they go that uh, Chuck and Hannah treat the Bymore's home theater room like a no-tell motel. Well, if you want to take that literally, when's the last time we saw Chuck at a no-tell motel? Yeah. Uh-huh. With Sarah. And uh, what happened? Yeah. Yeah, nothing. Well, right. not nothing, but as far as anything uh, coming to, uh, what, what do we call that? Completion? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they're interrupted. So, and I got to say, there's a lot of speculation going on about just what Hannah is doing there, especially with this Hannah is so not what she seems. Mm-hmm. People are immediately saying, oh, she's part of the ring. She's part of the ring. She's a double agent or she's a spy. But, you know, what if she's like in witness protection? Mm-hmm. Mm. That could be really interesting. But if there's some kind of a hint that she's not who she seems, then would Chuck be tasked with trying to seduce the information out of her? Yeah, that could be. Like this, this could be very deliberate. Exactly. And we also have in the case of Shaw, um, when he was, when we were first um, alerted to his presence, it was mentioned that he has skeletons in his closet. So the speculation was, what if? Um, uh, somehow Team Bartowski, the original, got wind of these skeletons in his closet. And so Sarah then is tasked with trying to seduce them out of him, mm-hmm. use his secrets out of him. So, and this, um, you know, I may as well tell you I love you because they're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> right. So who's saying it to whom? It's been two years with Sarah and she has yet to be able to say it to a person that we know she has feelings for. So... It's not likely she's saying it to Shaw. Mm-hmm. Right. And anyway, just that whole spoiler just blew up on the Internet. And, and I think it's completely wrong. Yeah. I, just, I think it's wrong. But then it, it did lead to some really interesting speculation, which currently on the TV.net forums has gone into what if this is all just a huge distraction, all of this relationship stuff? To keep us from looking at what's going on on the spy side of things, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty valid. Yeah, I think there's, I think it's deliberate that it's been put out there so that we wouldn't get to looking too closely at who the other guest stars are. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got that whole thing with um, Captain Awesome, oh, yeah. knowing, and he's got in three hundred four. That's a focus on his character being targeted by a spy. Well, and what about what about Yvonne Strahovski's interview comment about there being a couple of people that know Chuck's secret this season? Right. Mm-hmm. Who's the other person? Yeah. So, is, this, is it Shaw? If so, whatever. But I don't think that's who it is. Yeah, I don't think so. Because I think it's pretty much assumed that he would know. Yeah. Yeah, I got the impression that somebody else learns about Chuck's secret this season, like in the Buy More or elsewhere. Right. So it's like we get this tiny, tiny tidbit of the spy side of the story, and then we get some really vague non-spoiler about the relationship that gets people all distracted. Mm-hmm. And so nobody's really paying attention to the spy side of things. And it seems to me, from the, especially the last arc there for season two, that season three is being set up to be a major um, arc on the ring in particular. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this this overreaching bad guy organization and we're just we haven't heard anything about it except that brandon rouse character is supposedly an expert yeah on the and that's all 
And I just can't help but think we're being we're being played, people. We're being yeah. played. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So. I'm not falling for it. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, I guess uh, that's all we have for this week. I think um, so. Yeah. So we will be back next week with, uh, I believe it's going to be part one of our uh, editors series. Oh, cool. Looking forward to that. Yep. Oh, yeah. That should be good. Yep. Very cool. So have a good Chuck week. And we'll see you next time. All right. See you next time. Bye-bye.